All right, everybody. Aaron, Tom, and Keith here from a Little Less Conversation podcast with a new offer for you. Normally, our sponsor, Craig Peterson, down at Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac, offers $50 in free gas when you purchase a vehicle from them. Could be new, used, car, truck, van, SUV, or whatever they have. If you go down there and buy a vehicle, what's the offer now, Dom? It's $100 in free gas. How do you get that, Aaron? You got to go down to Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac and purchase a vehicle. Stop down by Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Mention our podcast, a little less conversation, when you purchase a vehicle, and he's going to give you $100 in free gas. Well, I think we're ready. Do it. Crush them. I might have a donut. Since I talked about how I couldn't pass them off. Are we rolling then? Mm-hmm. We're always rolling. Alright, welcome to another episode of Little Less Conversation Podcast. With you as always, Aaron, Dom, and Keith. Today we are going to talk a little bit about a album review. We did Imagine Dragons Mercury Act 1, which just came out... I think, I think this month. This month, probably? Okay. So, I'll say this, it's, it's early enough that uh, I couldn't find it on YouTube. I had to go through Amazon Music to find it. Mm. So nobody got it up on YouTube yet. Okay. I, I want to say it was two weeks ago. So that's the first time I heard it. I think the day that I, the album dropped is when I listened to the whole song. And you heard it on Amazon Music. I was just scrolling through Amazon Music and saw the saw the day and well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So before we, we start, I just want to say, so when Keith brought this up about about doing this album, I was a little hesitant, for the only because this is the first artist that we're doing a second album from. Mm. But in the end, and you'll you'll see why, I'm kind of glad you brought it up. Okay, so the reason I brought this up is, and we'll get to this one when we sing. I, I listened, first time I listened to this album, I just put, I was hopping in the shower, and I listened to the first few tracks, and one of these tracks that's real fucking close to home for me, and, uh, and another, another friend of mine, and I informed her about it, and dude, it's crazy how much I can relate to the song at this point in my life. It's mm-hmm. fucking unbelievable. And uh, I like the Imagine Dragons. I thought, we'll try this. Um, but yeah, I, I'm curious to see what people's people's overall take on this album. Mm-hmm. So who wants to go first? Hang on. I'm trying to um, figure out how to... Because my phone... The screen locks like every, I don't know, it seems like every fucking 10 seconds. So I gotta keep like opening it up as we're going through. So I wanna try to figure out, oh, auto lock, there we go. I mean, usually. I put it on never. Usually you gotta pick up your phone and, uh, and 
in silence anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll start this one. All right. Track one. Right. My okay. life. It's a little slow, but okay. Uh, it does pick up towards the end. Song is pretty good, but not their best. I gave it a B. bit of a different sound that I'm used to from these guys. It's missing some background music in much of the song. I'm not opposed to a stripped down version of a song, but this is not one of my favorites in that category. I give it a C plus. Okay, my life. Decent track. A little slow early on, then at about 228 the track picks up with good guitar and drums. I gave it a B. Alright. Uh and, and we didn't we didn't we all give the last album review we did on these guys tonight, right? Overall? It was an A or like certainly not less than a B. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah. Okay, song two, Lonely. This is a more traditional Imagine Imagine Dragon song. It's got it's a little upbeat. I like the flow of the lyrics. Uh, The beat is catchy. This is a good pop rock song. I give it an A minus. So I slightly disagree with you on this. I said Lonely. I like the funk in this song. Not exactly a classic sounding Imagine Dragon song, but this is in their wheelhouse. Good tune. I also gave it an A minus. Okay, I, I, I did say a little more traditional. It, it, it doesn't hit their. It's yeah. It, they're not usually funk, and then there's right. a lot of funk in this song, but I like it. Okay, track two, Lonely. The song about being lonely, as the title says. Acoustic guitar with a funky up pace beat. I really like this track. I gave it an A. You know, it just dawned on me. The reason I like this song so much. One of the reasons is a song called "Lonely," so you're expecting a really sappy, yes. like depressing song, and this really isn't that. The subject matter is still kind of depressing, but the song doesn't sound depressing. Yeah. So, song three. This is the song I was talking about. It's called "Wrecked." Um, man, this this dude literally could have wrote the story, the song in the last seven months of my life. Like when I listen to this song, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Uh, I, I, I'm giving this an A+, plus, but it might be because of how much I'm relating to the song at this current time. Alright, Correct. Kind of, of a depressing start to this album with these first three songs. Not saying that re- represents bad music, but I said this with the last album reviewed by them, Mad Dragons are much better with the upbeat songs than the slower depressing ones. This is slower and refre- reflects that. I gave it a B-. I do agree with you about the, the content of the first year songs are very impressive. Which also, in my situation, might be why I like the first year songs. <laughs> Don't worry, there's, I'll be adding on to this as we go here. Alright, track three, Wrecked. Really good track about trying to move on after losing someone. Dan Reynolds shows his range on this track, and really good instrumentation holds this track together well. I gave it an A. I do think this is the only song they've released so far off this album, too. Um, I've heard another one. Alright, song four, Monday. This song takes a step backwards. Vocally, the song is good, and this guy, Dan Reynolds can sing. Like, there's there's no doubt about that. But the rest of the song just kind of sucks. It does have a funky beat, and, and I guess that's okay, but I think the lyrics themselves weren't very good. Uh, I don't really know why, but I didn't like it. I gave it some money. I'll tell you why I didn't like it. Monday. Are they seriously trying to convince me that Monday is the best day of the week? 
No way that's working here. That being said, not a horrible song, but still counting this as a depressing song since it's about Mondays. C plus. <laughs> but doesn't he say the reason that Mondays is best day of the week is because he gets to see the girl? Yes. Okay. You're still not convinced me that Mondays best day of the week. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a well known Monday hater. Monday. Is that a synthesizer right here? This track is a funky sound. For some reason, this track has a Prince vibe to it. Either way, I, I like it. I get that, too. I like it, and a nice little guitar solo halfway through is a nice touch. I give it an A-. Ooh. Wow. Mm -hmm. so I, what did you give it to? I give it a C-. Okay. Ooh, lower than you. Yeah. Uh, song number five, number one. I, I thought this was going to be a Nelly cover. It's not. <laughs> uh, is it me, or is this whole album seem kind of slower... Uh, have kind of a slower beat than the previous stuff. This song is good, but I guess I'm waiting for that usual imaginations, mag sorry, Imagine Dragon song. Uh, Lonely was close, but not really. I do like this song, though. I gave it a B. Number one. Once again, this is a song that sounds okay, but just okay. At least it's a bit more uplifting and positive when it comes to the lyrical content. On that alone, I'll give it a B. Okay, track five, number one. This track is about knowing who you are. Another track with another really good beat. Not my favorite, but it still gets a solid beat. I think you gave that all a beat, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. That's weird. <laughs> song six. Easy come, easy go. Pretty good song again, but not great. Lyrically, it's actually pretty deep. A uh, person trying to get a miracle to beat cancer. Um, I didn't hate this song, but I didn't love it. I also gave it a beat. Alright, it's become very apparent that someone in the band has lost someone in their life to <laughs> cancer, and that is the subject of most of these songs. Very, very understandable that this is what we get. Not usually what I gravitate to, but this song is another solid. Okay for me. B minus. Easy come, easy go. Song about losing someone to cancer. Slower pace on this track with a mellow beat. Not bad, I gave it a C plus. Track number seven, Giants. This song is a little choppy to listen to at first. Obviously, this song is about overcoming addiction. There are parts that get kind of heavy. Again, lyrically, this song is pretty deep. Not a fan of the song, though, and the screaming towards the end was not good. I gave it a D. And this is really <laughs> Giants. Not sure if this is about getting sober or thinking of suicide, but I think it might be both. A heavy song with a heavy sound, at least for this band. Strange to hear this screaming coming from the from the dragons, but I kind of like it. I gave it a B plus. Ooh. Giants, I think the song is about getting sober. A slower heavy beat that would probably sound best played louder. I gave it a C plus. Um, song number eight. It's okay. Uh another good song lyrically. This song's about being okay with being okay. Uh, musically, this song was, well, it's okay. So, uh, what do I think of the song overall? It's okay. <laughs> Give it a C. <laughs> Alright, yeah. It's okay. I get it now. This is an album about loss and healing and everything that comes with all of that. I take back at least some of what I stated earlier, and they have kind of won me over with this album. I genuinely like this song. I gave it an A-. minus. Wow. Okay, it's okay. This track has a fun sound to it. 
I guess the song is saying it's okay to be a bit crazy once in a while. I gave it a C. Dull Knives. One of my favorite names to a song. Yeah, this actually should have been the name of the album. Um, it should have been. Yeah. Dull Knives. Here we go. This might be a rock song. This is what I expect from this band. This is the song that has made them one of the top bands of the current generation of music, and I like it. Give it an A. Okay, we're back together, Keith. <laughs> Dull Knives. This is a song I was waiting for on this album. Something that has that old Imagine Dragons song, <laughs> but melds it with this newer, more adult feel. Best song so far. I also gave it an A. Okay. Dull Knives. A little harder sound on this track, but not my favorite. The vocals are a bit cringy, but I think that's done on purpose. I gave it a C. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, because he's like screaming, and it, 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 he seems like he's off note, but it it's, almost seems like he's doing it on purpose. Part of the song. All right, track ten. Follow you. This song has a really good sound. Again, mostly this guy is really good. Uh, another song that was more like their signature sound, and I liked it. Give it an A minus. we are right on here. Follow you. More classic sounding ID here. Loving the way this album is heading. Another home run. A. Wow. <laughs> okay, follow you. This song is about having someone's back. The beat is a little on the faster side, and the lyrics are just okay, which gives it a C plus for me. So you don't like the Imagine Dragons? I love Imagine Dragons. Well, you don't like any of their. I'm the only one that's been to a concert, right? But, but, probably. But the last two are the most Imagine Dragons Dragon songs. songs in this album. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but the Imagine Dragons sound isn't just. They don't have a particular song. Yeah, they do. For me. They, they, yeah. they do. And it's song. It's track nine and track ten. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. If if you listen, okay, I get that they have songs that sound different. Yeah. But all of their have, radio hits have a oh, sound. Yes. And that's and, what these and are. And it's song nine and song ten. Then there's song eleven, Cutthroat. This song has a weird sound. So they tried to make a metal song. Not quite sure what's going on in this one, but I don't like it. This is the worst imagination, <laughs> Imagine Dragon song I have ever heard. Uh, I give this one an F. Whoa! Damn! I there was nothing good. I had nothing positive about that song. Nothing. I am speechless. Nothing positive about that song. Wow! Cutthroat. The closest to a straight up rock song you will hear from a band that just doesn't do that. This proves that they can, they just don't. Two thumbs can way it? up, A. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Cutthroat, good beat and solid bass. Aggressive tone with these lyrics gets you pumped up a bit. I gave it a B. Uh, <laughs> Keith, meet my new best friend Aaron over here. <laughs> Seriously, I think that is the worst song by, by the Dragons I've ever heard. Yeah. And, and what you said about them proving they can make a rock, a serious rock, so that song sucked. Wow. I don't think so. Track 12, No Time for Toxic People. The song is okay, I wouldn't turn it off, but I wouldn't turn it off. Gave it a C. No Time for Toxic People. Back to the healing portion of the album. Another positive song about looking at the good in yourself and everything around you. Not the catchiest song on the album, but fits well with the rest of the album, I gave it a B. Okay, no time for toxic people. This track is upbeat and is about exactly what the title says. 
good lyrics, good beat, good vocals, and it has a fun, positive vibe. I gave it an A. I, I just figured what it is. That could hurt. Um, Aaron likes the power of positivity. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I yeah. do, actually, yeah. Track 13, One Day. This song seems simple but catchy. For some reason, I like this song. Uh, but this might be one of those songs that if I listen to it 10 minutes from now, I might hate. But right now, I like it, so I'm giving it a beat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, so glad you said you like this song. I was When I listen to this, I'm like, I, hope, I so hope Keith likes this song. <laughs> I really do. Because you're going to hate it when I get done sitting talking about it. I said I might hate it. Like, one, <laughs> one day. This is the Imagine Dragons version of Don't Worry, Be Happy. Oh, no. Even has a similar sound and beat. I can't hate this well-played sort of copycat song. I give it a B plus. Listen to it again. It is almost the same beat as Don't Worry, Be Happy. We'll have to, we'll have to pull it up when we're done. <laughs> One day. Good sound on this track. Sounds like a ukulele giving this track a bit of a beach vibe. They even do the... Yeah. It? <laughs> Positive lyrics go great with this, song's, with this song's sound. Great way to finish an album. I gave it an A. I do. Like I said, I could hate that song 10 minutes from now. Um, overall, this is not the sound that I've come to expect from this band. That doesn't mean it's bad, but just not as expected. Now, I will say that I'm a fan of the previous album, so I had high expectations for this album. When it comes to the current generation of music, I would say that these guys are towards the top of the list of best bands. They might be the best current generation band out there. Um... This album went away from what their traditional sound and went more to ballads. Normally, I'm a fan of that. However, this band, when they when they when they do their pop rock type songs, I just think they do it so well. All this being said, this album has some really good tracks on it. Wrecked is a song that will hit close to home if you ever lost any, ever lost someone close to you. Songs like Lonely, Dull Knives, and Follow You have a little of that signature sound and help boost this album up. However, songs like Monday, Giants, and Cutthroat really drag this album in the other direction. Overall, I gave it a B. <laughs> I agreed with everything you said until the last sentence. <laughs> uh, overall, I'd say that this is not what I expected to hear from, from a band that I thought I kind of knew. Originally, I was a bit disappointed in the new direction, but the second half of this album really brought me full circle, and I am on board with this album. Don't get me wrong, it still has applause, and I'm not nominated for any Best Elmo Awards, but it does have plenty going for it. The new heavier sound I heard on a couple of songs, such as Giants and Cutthroat, are welcome showcases of another side of this solid band. I will listen to this album again, and maybe again after that. I gave it an A-. minus. Okay. This is definitely an album that I'll listen to again. Elmo starts out great, slumps a tad in the middle, and ends on a high note for me. Having said that, I feel like the middle songs, although they aren't as great as the rest, are still really good. These guys have a lot of versatility in their music. A lot of different songs musically and vocally keep you wondering what the next song will sound like. I have to give this album an A-, and I still feel like these guys are one of the best bands of today. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that at all. And I, I actually do disagree with your Album of the Year award. Like, I, this could win an Album of the Year award. Like I was more looking at a greatest album of all time type thing. Yeah, no, maybe that's not. But because it, it's not that, it's an A minus. It's not that. But here's the thing, and this is true of the first one we did with the Madden Dragons too. 
I don't know why it is. I, I have no explanation. But for some reason, I want to hate them. But I can't. I can tell you why. Well, I, I think I think it's because it's not the type of music I yeah, would normally gravitate they're, towards. They're, they're, they're more but, pop rock than they are rock. But what they do, they do, like, and I agreed with what you said, when they're in their wheelhouse, they do that better than anybody out there right now, for sure, and maybe better than <laughs> most ever. Yes. Yeah. They, they're, they are definitely the best at what they do, with the, with the type of music that they're playing. And there's not many that do what they do, no. really. Their no. sound is, is so unique. It is. And, and I truly believe that these guys might be, uh, in the last, say, well, 10 years, probably the best band that started in the last 10 years, right? 15, I don't know how long they've been going. Let's, but, say, let's say the the bands that made it in the last yes. 10 years, because yeah. I don't know how long they've actually been around, but they didn't really yeah. make it except for in the last 10 years or so. That's what I'm saying. Like The, yeah, the, the bands were, that. that became relevant in the last 10 years. These guys are probably the best. And some of their early stuff, I uh, yeah, that definitely wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> like when I first heard this band, I was like, "You, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I really like these guys." But then you'd hear them again, and their first album, you heard them all the time. I will say they got a lot of radio play with their first album, and then you're like, "In part of the thing is, dude is so talented vocally that it's like." And that's the other thing, like. His voice is unlike anyone else yes. out there as well. Yes. And, uh, and he can actually sing. He can. Well, he yeah. can sing. Yeah. And lyrically, they're pretty. They're pretty good at yeah. know, writing lyrics. Yeah, like, I, even the songs I I didn't like, it wasn't because of the lyrics. Like their lyrics are pretty no, good. It's, for me, sometimes the ones that I that I don't grade quite as high. And I mean, the lowest I graded I think was a C. So it's not like I hated any of these. Um, songs, but the ones that I, uh, if you see plus, it's the lowest I grade. But the ones that I grade lower like that, it's usually because of the way the lyrics, the music, and everything just kind of fits together. Yes. It is not um, what I feel is up to their standards. And, and I think that's. It's where they're their own worst enemy, basically. Yes, and I think that's part of, and I said it right away, I have high expectations of this band. Because everything I've ever heard from them is real good. Yep. So when they, when they when they cut an album or cut a track like Cutthroat, which I couldn't stand, Cutthroat for another band, probably a good song. For this band, they shouldn't even put it on their album, in my opinion. Obviously, obviously you, you disagree with it. <laughs> that was. Uh, I gave it a B. I mean, I gave it an A. That's. And I gave. I, I actually gave. Three songs in a row in a dull knives follow you. And by the way, follow you. I've heard before. I don't know where, but I've heard it before. I I mm. had never heard that song. I don't think. So I still think these guys are going to end up in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I said this oh, on, the, on the first album review, and you guys looked at me like I was crazy. That, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we still think you're crazy. <laughs> but 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 I, I mean, not for that reason. But I don't disagree with you anymore. Like if they okay. keep, and like like I said. You, I'm pretty sure I gave their last album in May. And this is the worst album I've heard from them. And I gave it a B. Like, I would have to look back. I think I gave their last one like a B plus or a B. But I think that album had higher highs and lower lows. This one was more, I don't know, even keeled maybe. 
is a better word, but uh, either way, they definitely, no matter what album that you listen to from them, you're, you're going to get yeah more good songs than not. And, like, like I said, the first time I listened to this album, I only listened to the first three tracks. And it had me hooked after three tracks. It, to the point that I actually told somebody else, hey, you got to listen to these tracks. And honestly, that's one of the reasons why when you brought this up, I was I was also hesitant, is because we all did like the last one. I know that I've heard other Magic Dragons, and I, and I like that stuff. Let's face it, we're best when we're, when we're disagreeing on things. But the good thing about them is, it seems like they do a little bit of, like Aaron said, they're, they're a little more diverse in, how, in what they, they put out. They got stuff that Keith likes, yeah. they got stuff that I like, they got stuff that Aaron likes, and there's stuff that all of us like. Um, not a lot of bands that can do that. No, and I think that's what makes them I the best band of the current generation. Like, appealing to larger oh, groups yes. of fans. Yes. Yeah. But but I will say this, if this would have happened in the 80s or 90s, if a band like this would have happened in the 80s or 90s, everybody would have referred to them as a sellout and not a great band. True. That is that is you know 100% what I'm saying? true. Because, but, so, I know their music. I don't know them and what the story is. It, it may just be that this is what they like to do. You know oh, yeah. I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Because like, if it's that, then you're not a sellout. But if you're making this music just to appeal to the masses, then you're a sellout. I see what you're saying. People say Metallica was a sellout because they did all the heavy albums and they did the black album, which they did for radio playing money. Right, and these guys just did the songs for you know, money, like, or at least that's where they started. It seems like, I, and you're right. I don't know. I know very little about this band, other than what their music sounds like. Right. I think all of them, except for the lead singer, went to. Uh, is that a pube in your mouth? That was a piece of chew. <laughs> a pube. <laughs> I, I trim those, so it wouldn't be mine. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think it was yours. <laughs> But I, I think you everybody. Put your pants back on. <laughs> I think everybody in the band like went to college for for music, like major like um, yeah. uh, music schools, except for the lead singer. Who, so who might be musically the best out of the band? Like, Maybe. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. This whole band's great. Like, there's, there's solid musically. Like, there's, yes. you're not gonna get a misplay or or a shitty sound. Out of it. Yeah, you're definitely you're definitely not gonna hear anything that like you'd hear on the Fun Games DCL. <laughs> no, because the lead singer can sing in this. That's band. true. <laughs> um, I, I and again, like like I said, I I gave one F and one D. <laughs> but but I, but I said it even when I, when I gave them those albums or after I said it, like those songs for other bands. They're good songs. It's just these guys have set the bar so high for themselves. And even like even like the songs that, that like My Life, for example, track one, I give that a B and a lot of other bands, especially current bands, that's the best song they've ever written. You know what I'm saying? Like I I like the writing in that song. It just sound wise, the especially the first part of the, the song, it just it needed something. For me. You're kind of right, and again, I will say, but you're comparing that to them. They they can do better. Other bands can't do that. 
No, even even other actually, fans I, haven't I, made. I, I, actually, I'm not really comparing them themselves on that one. I'm saying that um, if you're going to do a stripped down version of a song, which is what that at least the first part of that song is, um, to me you have to do it for a reason, and and I, I didn't think there was any reason for it in, the, in this case. Well, I think, but I think there was because they did that so that when it picks up in the middle of the song. It makes that sound... They'd already ruined it for me, though. <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I don't know. It, Not ruined, but it, I'd already made up my mind what the grave is going to be. And, and, I, and I may have disagreed with you last time we did their albums, but I could see these guys in the rock and roll. Yeah. Like, if they continue. Like, well, even at this point, maybe already yeah. they, they'd make it. Because um, let, let's face it, this album's going to do well. Like, yeah. It's pretty, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This can be spent some time on the billboard. Although there will be those. There will be those that only like what they've heard so far, and they're going to hear some of this, and they're going to be like, because it, it's it's a little different. It's a little heavier. It's a little, I called it more adult. Um, but, then, but then they release, if they ever release Doll Lives and Follow You, then they go back to their traditional right, sound, and right, people are going to love them again. Yeah. Like, like, the fact that they released Lonely first, not only Wrecked, first, which was, I give it the highest grade on the album, the fact that they released that first was kind of a ballsy move, because they probably should have released Doll, Doll Lives first, because Doll Lives is going to get the traditional uh, Dragon's Airplane, like it is. Yeah. I'm assuming eventually they'll, they'll release that song as a single, single uh, yes, they'll release it for radio, and uh, <laughs> imagination, probably not TV, but the imagination, um, Having a rough day today. <laughs> rough day. It's because he's wrecked. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, like they could have released Dull Lives or Follow You and probably got the same radio play they got out of the previous hits. And then released a song like Wrecked, which we talked about the wave that once you get the hit, the next song's gonna be hit almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Well and But don't get me wrong, I think Rock's gonna be a hit as well, even without the That's right the wave of it's a magic dragon. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, like, I listened to this album strictly because it was a magic dragon. I saw that they had a new album on. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I like the magic dragons. Let's see what their new album sounds like. And I had made it past song three until last night when I, when I actually mm-hmm. reviewed this. Um, so I didn't expect, I didn't expect a song like Cutthroat on there. To that was that was a great conversation we had last night about yeah. that, by the way. As it's it's nearing 10 o'clock, and neither <laughs> Keith nor I have done this this yet, and Keith goes, and I'm not home yet. <laughs> yeah, and I think I said we're awesome. Yeah, <laughs> professionals, professionals. Hey, I wanted it to be as fresh in my mind yes. as possible. Yes, I did mine during the second half of the Packer game. I just watched it. I turned on the TV and I listened to the the album. I mean, given who they had announcing again, not a bad idea. Yeah. I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't watch any of the Packer game because um, my living room was being painted and I didn't have a TV in my house that I could watch it on. I, I actually did. I watched it. I recorded it and watched it. I was busy with other things, and I, I kind of prefer that now because I can fast-forward through all the crap. So I may or may not have watched it on my phone on my way back from Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> while, while you're driving? No. No? <laughs> Wait, you were, do- you were doing the... The review, watching the no, no, no. the Packer game and driving at the same time. I drove back. Wow, you you are multi talented. 
No, we drove back Stupid. During, the, during the first half. <laughs> then when I got home, I decided I was going to do that do that right away. So whoa, 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 whoa. You got to come back here, buddy. <laughs> got to come back here. There we go. We got an animal tangled up in yeah. the woods here. That would put a tamper on the whole thing. I know it's not Keith. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> yeah, but I do love the new uh, progressive commercial. Which which one? With animals. Oh, animal! We have, we, have, <laughs> we, have animals, we have an animal in our yeah, yeah. yeah. But the only problem I have with that is they proceeded to show them in all kinds of places that yes. wasn't the attic then. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Was it just in the, the kitchen? Attic? He's hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. All right, we can probably wrap this up. He just lives in the attic. Probably. It's homemade. Yeah, what do you guys think of the whole Alec Baldwin thing? Um... I don't know how this keeps fucking happening in Hollywood. How fucking crazy. I, 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 I don't... Why is there live ammunition on any set in Hollywood? Like, if we didn't learn from Brandon Lee in the 90s and the dude before that in the 80s... John Eric Hexum? Is that who it was? I don't yep. know who it was. Do we know for sure that it was a regular bullet? I don't... Yet? We don't. Because... We don't. They said that even, even the blanks... They're saying it may have been, but they haven't said that for sure. Okay. Um... I think they're they're kind of going off of the fact of the distance from where he shot and the fact that it hit two people that it may have been. What the frick? Aaron's phone is going crazy. Yeah, and, and, and the it's thing just about, vibrating. And the thing about Aaron is he leaves it. He leaves it literally leaning up against it's his mic stand. stand. Yeah. So then it's just yeah. I like it was vibrating so much. I thought there was something when I was talking. To <laughs> um, but they're saying that. Because of that, they they feel like maybe it was. But wasn't it a messenger. flare gun? Huh? It was a flare gun, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was a Colt. It was, it was a prop gun. It, oh. said it was a Colt something or other, I think. Yeah. So, but like, so the John Eric Hexum one, that actually had blanks in it. But they were playing the he, Russian roulette. He, he held put it, it, up he to put his it head. right up. So even a blank is going to have oh, yeah. a percussion, and any little whatever might be in there. Is going to come yeah, off. And that's, what cracked his, that's what cracked his skull. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Brandon Lee one was, had, a, live, was live a live, live, live round. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching this thing this morning before you guys showed up um, on one of the morning shows, and they had they had one of the a prop master from Hollywood in there, and he said there is almost no reason to have a live round no. on set. He said he said there are very a couple very specific shots where you would use a live round. He goes, but they're very, very specific to just those couple of shots, and they don't happen in every movie. So no, and if you're pointing me the, and he said that, that he should not even had the gun in his hand because he was rehearsing. He shouldn't even had the gun in his hand to rehearse for rehearsing. Yes, I, I'm curious. Like I feel, I feel terrible for Baldwin because, like, well, yes, and then maybe not so much. So they, they had their um, their lawyer guy that um, that was on giving his about what whether they're going to bring charges like against Alec Baldwin, right? He said, "If everything that we've heard is true against Alec Baldwin, the actor, no. But against Alec Baldwin, the producer, who is ultimately going to be in, responsible for what happens on set." Well, he's the producer of this movie. He's the producer of the movie as well. That remains to be seen. It could it could be something that could fall upon him if there's if they don't have the correct um, safety measures 
in place and they weren't followed. Well, apparently there were like some complaints about it already. Yeah, and some people walked off the set and called wherever the production company right. or whatever and said, "This is dangerous. We're we're leaving. We're out of here." Right. And they just walked yep. off. Um, what I'm saying is I feel terrible because that dude was handed a gun. That he was yeah. told it was cold. Yes. Which means and he killed somebody. And he killed somebody. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I agree. I, I don't care I, about. I, I don't care about getting sued or going to prison. And like, he, he looked. The, the the photos you get, yes. he looks completely distraught. Yes. I mean, yeah. as as anyone would. But um, yeah, just a weird, weird. Like like you said, how many times is this going to happen? Like, and I mean that that prop master they had him says, well, this go happens. There's literally hundreds of thousands of shots a year, meaning from from guns that are done safely. We do this all the time. But he wasn't making excuses. He's like, it, it shouldn't happen at all. No. He like, was, like, he's just trying to make the point that most people, most productions follow exactly what they're supposed to do, and there's a reason why they do that. And I also read that the the, the woman that was in charge of the army, the one who actually only her second movie. Yeah. Mm. Did you hear the part of her interview? When she was doing yeah, the first movie, how she like, was nervous. I just kind of figured this out myself, and I just kept and <laughs> like what? really. But what's weird though? Did you read that her dad is like a legendary armorist? And no, yeah, no, like either. her dad actually worked like started working as an arm isn't the head armor for movies in like the fifties, and he he worked with everybody from like. Who'd they say the first guy he worked with it was like some real big actor? He worked with like John Wayne. And he, like he was the guy in Hollywood for 25, 30 years. Hmm. So it's not like it's not like she didn't grow up around this. Like she she grew up around this. Yeah. No, she, she didn't do any favors in that interview, but no. Like, but maybe but, she was trying to not to, to sound real grounded about it and or whatever. But, but given what happened, it doesn't yes, sound good. <laughs> yes, unfortunately for her, because that that interview was actually. Recorded during the previous movie or right yes, after yeah, the previous first movie, movie that yeah. she was doing as that uh, armor or whatever. Yeah. Called, yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. But yeah, it's crazy situation. It's unfortunate. Yeah, she was married. I think at a young kid. Yeah, she and she was a it sounded like she was a real kind of up and comer as far as. Uh, well, they don't call him camera cameraman or camera person. Cinematographer. Cinematographer. Yeah. No. So how did the other person get hurt? Like, I, 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 it sounds like it. It, it may was have the gone, director, right? It may have gone through her, her, and then hit him in the shoulder because he was behind the camera as well, and he, he was pointing at the camera in this whatever they were rehearsing. God, that makes me wonder if it was a real live round. An actual life, I, like bullet. I mean, to me, it almost sounds like it would have to be, right? Yeah. Because they said it's like a, it's like a wad, it's like a wad of wax and something else, but it comes out with such force that it can actually hurt somebody. But yeah. I don't know if it's got enough where it can actually go through somebody and you know injure somebody else. Yeah, so it seems like there has to be some sort of projectile in there that's like solid, you know, what I yeah. mean? in order to do that. So I, I was out in Deadwood, South Dakota, one time. In Deadwood, South Dakota, they run a shootout in the street, mm-hmm. right? And they use actual weapons from, like, the Wild Bill days. And what they do is they put they put a little bit of gunpowder in there, and they put, and this is no fucking lie, they, they break up shredded wheat, and they put some shredded mm-hmm. wheat in there. Yep. And when they, when they fire the gun, you see the smoke? 
And then the shredded wheel yep. comes out at yep. the end, and it all looks like smoke. Yep. And they're doing this in the streets of fucking Deadwood, South Dakota, as a fucking act. Why isn't Hollywood doing the same fucking shit? Well, they said a lot of them. Um, a lot of them. That's actually how they um, they used um, what they used. I believe I saw one locally where they do a Civil War reenactment. They use something similar to that. Yes. So that even if it, something does come out, it basically disintegrates yes. as soon as it comes out. They also said like a lot of them now just do CGI. There is no projectile. It's like yeah. a fake gun, and then it's CGI, like the flame mm-hmm. out of the barrel. Yeah. Which, Maybe it's too expensive for that movie. I don't know. Yeah, but, but shredded wheat's fucking cheap, dude. Shredded wheat. <laughs> shredded wheat. Maybe they couldn't just leave that hungry. Alright, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, that's right. We got way off subject. That's strange. Alright, am I closing this up? Yeah. I mean, you, you got it in your hand. Okay, I got it in my hand. We're talking about not that. But, yeah, so, yeah, not yeah. that. Uh, Come on, people, get your minds out of the gutter. You want to email us? A little less conversation podcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook at a little less conversation podcast. You'd like to thank Pull Tops for allowing us to use their music. Make sure you guys check them out. They got really great stuff. Uh, Thepulltops.com is where you can find them. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Craig Peterson, down at Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac. That's on Rolling Meadows Drive. And if you go down there and you purchase a vehicle, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Do you go down there and you purchase a vehicle? Oh, yeah, B. God damn. B. 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 Holy shit. Bees, bees yeah. everywhere. I you landed could, right on your bees. I could hear it. Like, I thought it was like inside my. Smack, <laughs> bitch. Oh, yeah. Um, um, you're, you're and I are freaking swat away kids over there. So if you, <laughs> if you visit Craig and you actually purchase a vehicle, make sure you mention our podcast and he's going to throw in a $100 gas card for BP. So you can get like food and condoms and you know, maybe booze. Oh, and good night. You, need, you need some booze? You need candy. Some maybe a little food. Cigarettes. Little cigarettes. Cigarettes, yeah. Um, some lotion. Lotion. <laughs> oh, and some antibacterial. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hundred bucks, you should be able to get all that. Right? Anything you need for a great for night. For a great night. <laughs> uh, Classy. <laughs> uh, wherever you're checking us out on whatever platform, make sure you review us if you can. Uh, Even if you're in a basement, not on a platform. That's right. Whatever. <laughs> wherever you're at, uh, review us if you can. Uh, we like. Uh, Five stars, but we'll take four. We like six, but most places don't offer that. <laughs> so if you're going to give us one, just keep it to yourself. Um, <laughs> no, no, don't let us know. <laughs> All right, I'm until next time. Suck it to the... Uh,